Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a life coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to rebuilding and restoring lives. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, and transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. So I am so excited to bring you this episode all about taking time to heal. It has been a while. It has been a minute. It has been a lot longer than a minute. Um, I have taken the last couple months uh, to take time to heal. I had recorded an episode um, a few months back, actually, uh, right around the time that the whole pandemic, coronavirus thing, shutdown, quarantining started. And I was spending time editing uh, that episode and decided that I would kind of take some time, not upload that episode, and do a restart um, right now in August. (laughs) So here I am. And as I listened back to that episode, uh, I was really in a tough spot. I was I was really hurting. Um, I was really struggling, and I think that it was, as for many people, just a part of the shock, the change, uh, the how the world. It was also during this time when uh, George Floyd was killed, and. And I will say that um, our family, as many families, um, we were struggling. So some of you know that when, I believe it was in my last episode, I had shared with everyone that DJ was not living at home, that he had he was staying somewhere else with someone that I didn't know. And that was probably, this started right when... Uh, everything was shut down when the kids were uh, staying home. And I would say that that was how this quarantine started for me. It started with that. So that was a difficult time for me. But then it was also just a shock of everything that was going on, everyone being home, um, working from home with the exception of my son-in-law. It became difficult to find time to recharge and just to figure out what I was feeling, how I was feeling, why. And I'm sure you all or many of you, if you're listening, felt some form of of this in your life. Uh, Then fast forward, this whole thing happens with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement started to speak up louder. For me personally, many of the situations that have happened over the years have been difficult to listen to, difficult to watch. I believe this was probably the hardest. So that hit and the world once again was just felt like it was being flipped upside down again. And I will say that for me personally, and maybe some of you can relate or many of you can relate, that I felt a lot of Uh, guilt. I felt anger. I felt all the things, right? But a lot of my guilt came from 
this place that I couldn't catch myself. And I don't know if some of you felt this during this time is that you just felt like you kept falling and like and and you couldn't catch yourself. You couldn't pick yourself up um, before something else would happen and, and you're like on your face again. So I think this is how I was feeling. So it was really hard for me to really gather my thoughts and my feelings and everything. But then I was feeling guilt because in the process of this, people were dying. Like, I mean, people were losing their life. And whether it was because of COVID, was whether it was because of the color of their skin, people were dying. And here, I was feeling like I just needed some time to think and process and some time to be alone. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, obviously, I adore my family and... I was so grateful uh, that we were safe. I was so grateful that um, no one in my immediate family had gotten this virus. So I was so, so grateful um, and so blessed. But I felt, uh, you know, but I felt that guilt because I felt like I needed a moment to really just get myself together. So when I recorded that last episode that I was, was going to upload and decided not to upload... I just realized uh, what a in what a bad place I was in, and while I wanted to upload this episode so that um, I could you all could relate to me and hopefully that I could serve you and help you, I also felt that it was just more of me talking out my feelings and trying to catch myself in that moment that I had to record that episode. So uh, now that I have taken this time to heal um, and that my thoughts are more coherent and, uh, and make more sense and that I'm not bawling through the episode because that episode that I recorded, uh, I was editing out so much of my crying and bawling <laughs> that, um, you know, I had to think to myself and wonder if it really even made sense. So today I want to give to you this episode on taking time to heal because I really truly see, believe, and know and understand that I am a different person uh, right now than I was even just a few months ago. Um, And I want to share that with you in the hopes that it will help you to grow, it will help you to take the time that you need to heal um, and process what's been going on. So I'm going to share with you four things, four steps that I have taken um, to uh, through this healing process. Um, and the first one is uh, an ID or basically identifying, identifying who or what has hurt you. So why is it that you are struggling right now? What is your challenge? Why is it that you need to heal? Um, so who was it? What was it? When? Where? Why? How did it happen? Ask yourself all these questions. I am always talking about journaling and writing things out. So take some time to really write out and identify what is it that has caused you to be in a place where you are hurting, where you're um, struggling, Uh, Whether it's, for me, it was getting out of bed in the morning, I was struggling to work, I was struggling to uh, want to be around people, 
And that was all due to feeling hurt that, you know, my son wasn't living with us and he was living with someone I didn't know. The struggle, um, feeling that struggle that continues with DJ, if you have not listened to the episode where uh, DJ and I both speak about the things that he has been through, um, you can go back to uh, episode 19 and 20 where I talk about a mother's love, how it moves mountains, um, even when <laughs> it keeps coming back. So um, go back and listen to those episodes if you are not aware of what has been going on with my son DJ. But uh, in the beginning, so in the beginning of this whole quarantine, it was just very difficult to be hit with now him moving out and just feeling like I had no control over anything. Um, and I had reached out and done everything possible that I could possibly do through um, doctors, therapists, state, um, every resource that I had available to me at the time. And I was in a place that I just had to let it go, let him go, and really just trust God in that moment. So that was the first thing. And then I knew in identifying what or why I was feeling so much hurt, um, it was just everything that was going on in this world with um, everyone that was dying due to this virus, the, the fear of um, and how fast it was spreading. And then, as I mentioned, George Floyd and um, Black Lives Matters and just the black people that have people of color that have been victimized and that were being killed and the protesting. And on top of everything else that was going on, now I was also losing friends because, of course, um, and it wasn't just me, I had um, other black friends, Hispanic friends, that uh, chose to speak out and um, and speak what they were thinking, what we were thinking and feeling um, throughout this whole time. And this caused um, us to lose friends that we um, thought or people that we thought were friends. Uh, we came to realize uh, fairly quickly that um, it really wasn't the type of friendship that we thought we had. So that was another, um, I want to say another blow, um, just having the difficulty of having to separate from people that, or let go of people um, that we saw differently. Um, and I also needed to take time during this healing to really, I'm one that I always, I don't believe I'm right first. I want to believe the best in people. And so I like to process things and think that, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And what could I have done differently? Um, did I need to do something differently, say something differently? Was I kind and loving in my delivery? So I always question um, my approach to things. And I also pray about the things that I say and do. Uh, because if I'm wrong, I am very quick to ask for forgiveness because I think it's so important. It was all coming down. It was so heavy as, again, I'm sure many of you felt this. So as I identified what was going on with me, realizing that on top of all of that, um, as I mentioned, 
um, I was not having, we were not having alone time. I'm sure unless you are single and you live alone, um, then you have that. But we were not having any type of normal life um, over the past couple months. So all of these things um, was becoming difficult. And I'm sure that it has been difficult for many people. And sadly, I've been watching, I had asked this question on one of my platforms of, uh, was anyone's marriage struggling during this time? And surprisingly, at least the people, I guess many people wouldn't admit it maybe publicly, uh, but there were people that were saying no. Uh, however, I was seeing people uh, going through separation and divorce. So as I watched that and I felt so um, paralyzed during that time, as I processed and identified everything that was affecting me, I had to go to step two, which was going through a process of forgiveness. Now, uh, if you all, um, if you have read my book, you know, I have the first chapter is my book is Recreate Your Love. The first chapter is on forgiveness. I also have episode six that is on um, how forgiveness is a first step to build strong love foundation. So I do have those two uh, resources and I also give away chapter one of my book for free. So feel free to send me an email, a message, and I would be more than happy to send that to you. But the second part of this is going through a process of forgiveness. So I believe that we, when we can identify something in our life that has hurt us or something in our life that is causing us to struggle and we might feel angry about it, frustrated, if you're feeling bitterness, if you're feeling um, sadness over it, whatever it is that you feel, um, because of a, situ a difficult situation um, that you're not happy about that has hurt you, it's important for you to go through a process of forgiveness because going through that process of forgiveness, as I say in my book and as I say in you know episode six and I always say, is that it's not about you releasing that person that has hurt you. It's not saying that whatever is going on in your life is okay, but it's simply saying that you are going to forgive and move forward, that you are going to make a conscious decision to let yourself go from this situation. You're being released. You're not being held to that person or the thing uh, that has hurt you. So going through a process of forgiveness is so important. And I just always encourage everyone to really check yourself, um, whether it's daily, weekly, if you're feeling uneasy, if you're feeling edgy, if you're feeling cranky, uh, really just check in with yourself and identify what is it that's causing you to feel that way. And, and usually it's that negative um, response or negative feelings that you're feeling. The third step is to process what is happening. Now, we all process things differently. Uh, one of the reasons that the past couple months was hard for me because the way that I process is through being alone and having alone time. And uh, that was not possible. I wasn't um, able to take that time um, away or it was very difficult to do. So processing is important. Sometimes some people process um, 
through their support system. So check in and see whether or not your support system is there, if they're strong enough to be able to help you process, whether it's family, friends, a therapist, a coach, whoever it is for you. Um, But plug in and check in with your support system. That is so important. And that support system is going to help you uh, think through what it what's going on in your life. Um, letting go is so important. Sometimes we have to, and this is something that I have done over the past couple months. So letting go of stuff, maybe it's letting go of people um, or things that are holding you down. So we've taken a lot of time to declutter our house and to work through some things in our house, cleaning out um, things, and that has been almost like a, a um, and that has been a form of therapy for me. I would say that taking time to rest and having a time of quiet, uh, whether it's meditation, just a time of silence, being alone, these things are all important. And again, as I mentioned, sometimes especially for moms, we have mom guilt. We have, you know, I mentioned having guilt and feeling shame almost because I wanted this alone time. And here I was thinking about the people that have passed away and and they've lost loved ones and they would do anything just to be able to hold them again and be with them. And here I was just wanting to be alone. I want to encourage you today that if you feel like If you feel shame, if you feel guilt because you're thinking this very thing, I just want to be alone. I just want a minute alone. I just want an hour alone. I want a weekend alone. There is no shame in that. I I was reading a book um, as I was in this group over this time, The Great Omission, that he talked about uh, silence and solitude and this being part of a spiritual discipline and the importance of that. And I love that because it was just God's way of confirming to me and giving me peace in my heart and my spirit that it was okay and actually needed uh, for me to have, it was a necessity for me to have silence and solitude, a time alone time. And that this was important and critical for my spiritual growth because You might find that as you're going through a time of difficulty and you're struggling, if you are a believer and you're a person that prays and you're a person that reads the Bible, uh, for me, when I, I can go either way, there's times that I struggle and I am like on all fours, face down on the floor, in prayer, in the word, fasting and praying. And then there's times that I feel like I have no energy to do anything. Um, and, and I don't have the energy to get into the word and maybe it's not that I don't have the energy, um, I desire to, because I feel that I always desire to get closer to God because I feel like he is my source and my strength, um, each and every day. But sometimes when I'm struggling, I just find myself on like autopilot, just go, 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 and just do the next thing and do the next thing. And I don't stop and take the time to just be quiet and be silent and uh, and try to clear my head. So reading that in this book was so, I mean, I literally was crying as I read this because it was not just confirmation for me, but it also gave me a sense of peace because of all the guilt that I was feeling. 
So I want to encourage you to go through the process to understand what is happening to you, why it's happening to you, um, and take the time to you know plug into your support system, let go of people and things that aren't serving you, and take time to rest and be quiet and have silence in your life, um, and that is so important. The fourth step that I'm going to speak about is shifting. So this is something that I've been working on uh, the past couple months um, as I've been taking this time to heal. I knew and I realized that I had to shift. And to shift means to move or cause to move from one place to another, especially over a small distance. It's a slight change in position, direction, or tendency. So this word shift, it's not something like where you have to make a big drastic change. Sometimes the change that we make is so small and it makes a big difference. So in shifting, I had to realize that A, you know, things like I couldn't lose my faith. So I had to shift from a place of losing faith, from a place of wondering if Everything I was doing was working. Um, so don't lose your faith. Um, when you think about shifting, think about moving to a place of positivity. Sometimes when we're struggling and we're going through different challenges, we will have a tendency of getting stuck in our negative thoughts. We get stuck in our pain. Sometimes we get stuck in just thinking about all the bad that is going on, the negative things that are going on. It might be illness and you're thinking just about the pain that you're feeling and that you're experiencing. But if you shift your mindset, if you shift your thinking, um, and you sometimes physically even have to shift your body from a place, and which is actually the best thing to do also, is moving your body, right? Literally moving, whether it's I have been sitting um, all day. I need to get up and go outside. That's a shift. I need to go outside and go for a walk. That's shifting. If you are doing something differently, thinking positive, these are all forms of shifting. So I love Galatians 6, 9 to 10. It says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of faith. So making that shift, sometimes again, you get so focused on the problem. You get so focused on the hurt. You get so focused on the pain and you take your eye off of the prize. You take your eye off of the goal that you have ahead of you. you. You take your eyes off of gratitude and the many blessings that you have. Don't get me wrong, I completely and totally understand what it feels like to feel like your heart is being broken into a million pieces over and over and over again. Uh, and I really feel, and I, and I totally understand what it feels like to feel sickness in your body. Over the past couple months, because of stress levels, I have had flare-ups and I have been experiencing 
um, an increase in um, in pain in my body, an inc- an increase of, in pain in my body and inflammation and all of these things that affect us when we are under a lot of stress. So I totally get, and I'm not saying that I get it on the same level as everyone. We all experience um, things differently, but. I can get what it feels like to have your heart completely broken for a child that you love so much and that you're helpless and you cannot help. I've experienced that one too many times (laughs) and I keep asking God why. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm trusting him in the process because I know and I believe and I have faith that God has a plan and a purpose for my life. He has a plan and a purpose for my son's life. And for all of my children. And he will bring us through. I remember when my daughter was born at 25 weeks. And I was so helpless. She was a pound and a half. And I just remember each and every day. uh, Well, for three months straight, each and every day. The feeling, um, A, feeling helpless. And B, just wondering if she would make it another day. And that was such a difficult time. And then it was then like two years of her having breathing problems and having procedures and having surgery and having her airway airway reconstructed. So, you know, that went on and, you know, and and the list could go on of thinking of other situations, um, you know, in my life, as I'm sure you can think of all these situations in your life where you're thinking, um, okay, God, like, can I have a minute? Can I have a break? (laughs) Can I have a day? Um, And sometimes it's hard when you feel like you cannot come up for air. But this is when you shift and you realize that in that shift, you are coming up for air because you're realizing that, hey, I don't have to do this on my own. Um, I, first of all, God's got you. And he is carrying you through this time if you let him. And sometimes that's really requiring us to let go um, and stop trying to control everything and everyone that, you know, all the things that are going on around us. I think if one thing that we have probably all learned together during this pandemic is that we really have control over very little in our lives. And I think this is why so many people are up in arms um, about things and just because they want to feel a sense of control. They want to feel a sense of like my feet are on the ground and I'm walking and I'm controlling, um, you know, what's going on in my life. So it's a difficult time for everyone. And I just want to encourage you through this episode that whatever it is that you're going through, I think that this is also a time that we are, we begin to realize that maybe some of the things in our life that we thought was one way isn't really what we thought it was, right? And I know Carlos and I in our in our marriage, there was, for me, I just remember feeling uh, a couple of weeks or even months in the beginning of this feeling like, oh my goodness, like, have I really overcome some of the challenges that we've had. Maybe was it all like a mask? Was it all a lie? You know, was I really seeing what I was seeing? Because I had a period of time that I almost started to panic because I 
I, I wondered like, oh my goodness, are we going to make it? Because it was so hard to go from, we went from, I lived in North Carolina for a year with the kids while he was trying to find a job there. He never found the job and we moved back to New Jersey. And even the time that we have been together, Carlos has been going to army trainings and drills once a month minimum, but he's been going to so many that he has been constantly going to trainings for a week, a month, for two months. So us being in a house together 24-7 was a shock to say the least. It, it was just a huge change for our family. So to be in a place that I can truly say and feel that I've taken time to heal, that I've taken time to process, that I've taken time to forgive, so much time to forgive. Because let's face it, we're in this house together. We're surrounded by our family, our loved ones. We're frustrated. We're feeling all the feelings, right? And there's been many things that have been said that shouldn't have been said or that we wish were not said, right? Or things that were just hurtful, whatever it is. So knowing that I've gone through this process of just forgiving and processing and taking as much time alone as I can, right? And making the shift, um, these are all things that have really helped me. And I hope and pray that it helps you too. And that is my prayer. My prayer is that this episode would just lift you up and out of whatever ditch you might feel like you're in. Um, If you have been struggling, my prayer is just that this episode would bless you and really just help you to take some time to heal, take time to be alone, be with yourself and be okay. Um, One of the things that I had uh, written in my notes that I didn't say was be okay with being okay. Um, And just like uh, someone had said, uh, I can't remember his name now, but he had said, I'm not okay um, after the killing of George Floyd. And I want to flip this a little bit right now. And it's okay not to be okay, right? When we can identify that and, and go through that process. But it's also okay to be just okay. I know for me, you know, because I like things to be perfect. I don't like the okay. <laughs> um, I think it's it's like halfway. I think it's not a complete um, a complete feeling, right? But I've come to this place that I have come to realize that it's okay to just be okay. Um, and I will say that if you're also going through and doing the work to get to a place that you are doing amazing and that you're better than just okay. So Again, I pray that this episode has blessed you um, and I just want to be here for you if you are in need of time to heal, if you don't have a support system or you don't have someone. I know sometimes you are the rock of your family and it's hard to go to family because uh, you're the one that carries them. I just want you to know that I'm here for you. Um, So be blessed. 
be sure that you're back here each week on Wednesday for the new episodes because I am back. And I've also been uh, working on doing some rebranding. I've talked about this, um, I believe, in my prior episodes. So I have a new website up. Uh, Be sure that you go and visit my website. Everything is, um, all the information is coming for my website and my book that you can still order. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If you were, please share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, please feel free to go to my website, www.carrycompany.com. And that is K-A-R-I company.com. And if you have not read my book, Recreate Your Love, be sure that you order your copy at www.recreateyourlove.com. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode. Please understand that anything shared on my show, the Rebuilding Relationships Podcast, is intended to give you tips, tools, and strategies to help you transform your life and your relationships. While I am a certified coach, please be sure to seek professional medical advice when you feel necessary.